Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Why, though? Why? Well, it, it is apropos, isn't it? What you mean, the drama? Well, no, the, the ship is sinking, you. I don't, I don't know. We still well, we're got taking time. on water here. Let's we're, be real. We're taking on a little bit of water. We uh, still got uh, time. Yeah, though. too much water. Welcome back. Hopefully we're not going down <laughs> like the band. It's the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gillio. And joining us in studio and going to be joining us on a weekly basis hey! moving forward is Rhea Hughes. <laughs> Rhea, what's up? Hello, guys. It's, it's so nice to be able to join you since I generally just send snarky messages to Hugh about your show. You know what? That's why we wanted to bring you on. We're like, yeah. let's get those on the show here. Yes. Yeah, speak of snarky messages, or at least leaks. The yes. Eagles are, uh, they're, they're all over this Leaking right now. Leaking oil seems yeah. like a little bit. All right, Rhea, what do you make of the latest? Let, let's start with the Derek Gunn one yesterday. Okay. Uh, you know, about the Hurts and kind of pulled in different directions. But then the other part was that Big Dom kind of controls Sirianni's emotions on the sideline. Not a great look for Nick. Um, somebody on our show, a caller, and I got to give him credit for it. He referred to Big Dom as an EHS, emotional human support. And I <laughs> thought that that was perfect. He should get a certificate. Yeah, the, the Jalen Hurts thing didn't surprise me. I, I, I can't imagine that you go from one thing and then you go to that kind of money that things got out of whack. Mm-hmm. You could kind of see it. Sure. So that that part of Derek's report, Gunner's report, didn't surprise me. Um, the Dom one, I remember Jordan Maialata said – right after he got suspended, that he was a big deal to them on the sidelines just because – was Dom there when you were there, Hugh? Yes, he was. Okay. He was just starting out because Butchie was on Butch his was way out. Butch was still there, yeah, yeah, yeah He yeah. was on his way out, and Dom started yeah. to, you know – Dom's been at that a long, long time. Mm. Knows where all the bodies yeah, are buried. he does, he does. <laughs> Shout out to Big Dom, man. He's, he's built a nice little life for himself. Well, listen, and I've heard you say it, Joe, about Sirianni's demeanor. And, it, you know, it doesn't bother you when they're winning, but I know it did bother you. Yeah. It's just not an NFL, NFL coaches don't usually act like that. Like the one in Kansas the City. The Kansas City one was, yeah. yeah it's, it's like, listen, as if, if they're Eagles fans there, let them do that. Right. That's their job, you know. But You're supposed to be the grown-up, the head coach. You are. And uh, and it was funny. I I had gone back, you know, once all this came out, I was, I was looking at comments that Sirianni had made after the Giants game. The Giants game was the one where they caught the fight on TV. Yeah, with Reddick. Reddick and the linebackers and coach. And Devontae was like Devontae, looking at him sideways. Devontae said something, and then it was A.J. Brown who was giving him the side eye. And he was asked about it after the game, and he said, you know, I got to, you know, I'm a little tense, and I got to learn my body language and blah, blah. So he kind of, and I think that might have been second game without Dom. Mm -hmm. So, you know, listen, we all have that friend who is the one who goes, all right, enough, enough. Yep. yep. And, you know. Stop here. Yes, please stop. I, I don't want to go so far as called Dom a babysitter, which. But that's I, basically what he is. Yeah, I it mean, is. that's basically what he is. He's, he's the guy, like I have friends like that, uh, where they keep you from getting in more. Tr- like, you Correct. know what I mean? They, they, yeah. they, they kind of steer you in the they right direction. They know where the line yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I get that. But it's, for me, to be a head coach. That's a, that's not what you need. Like it, like that's not a good look, especially when I come from the school of thought where your team reflects the coaching. Mm-hmm. Like you're like because you've been in, in in press conferences real where you hear Andy Reid talking, then you go in the locker room and guys are echoing the same thing. Sure, that that's the there's culture. a message. There's a yes. singular message. And and I feel like part of this is why 
we're having the issues that we have now. And it's still, from what it sounds like, they still have not got resolved these issues. They still haven't gotten resolved. The problem is Nick's problem is you have the, the team collapsing down the stretch, lose six to seven. Everybody's wondering if this keeps his job. Mm. Then you have the news conference where, and I forget, was it Tim McManus or Jeff McClain? I think it was Tim, yeah. Tim said, what is your What'd job? You, what do you do? What like is your role? Space come to life, yeah. <laughs> and then this comes out that, you know, that you're not able to control yourself without Dom around. It's all bad optics. I mean, it's oh, it incredibly is. bad. Yeah, and it makes you wonder what, really what the biggest issue is. And we, we opened the show debating that. Is it the talent on the team or the culture? Because as much as I've criticized Sirianni, he did take him to the Super Bowl. Yeah. They did win with him. He, it wasn't like he he just became this guy. He, no, he is that guy. Been. That's who he is who and, he is. And with Hurts, while he may have been pulled in different directions, he's always been kind of stoic, and he doesn't like Correct. to give you much. But they were winning. When Hurts mm-hmm. played better, they won. Yeah. When the team was better, they won. Rhea, I, I wonder as we get to the uh, the beginning of the offseason, like when Howie looks at this roster, is it the culture he's got to fix, or does he need to get a lot of better players? Like I wonder – if all of this is just excuse making for they weren't good enough defensively, that that oh, that were... killed their season, and that Hurts didn't play as well. But here's the thing: is as bad as they were defensively, this Eagles organization, that culture that Jeff Lurie and Howie Roseman, they allowed what like a billion yards to Tom Brady in the Super they Bowl. They did, and won, and they won because the offense scored. Mm. This offense is talented, so to me. This out offense was talented enough to c- overcome the deficiencies that's on defense. How, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. It's, it's too many And they talented, built it that way. They want to be that yeah, way. Yeah, it's too many talented individuals on this offense to, to let this team go awry. That's why I'm concerned because a lot of people like to blame. I, I don't – me personally, I don't think A.J. Brown – is a bigger problem as people make him. I don't think he is. He's a typical wide receiver yeah, that, to me. That's, I, that, that's the same with yeah. me, Rhea. I, I feel like he's, he's never reached Do level. He's, okay? gui- he's guilty <laughs> by association, he and I, I agree with you guys. He probably won't. He's guilty yeah. by association, right. and he's the easy target in this matter. And and I feel like that's we're off base with that. I don't know what the problem is. I, I'll be the first to tell you. I don't know what the problem is, but there's something amiss with this football team right now. And nobody has addressed it yet. It hasn't been addressed. Oh, it clearly hasn't been addressed. If they're still leaking stuff <laughs> like that to Gunner, it's unbelievable. I mean, the you know the leaks that are coming out. I go back to after the Seattle game. That's the game, I believe, when Jalen Hurts questioned commitment. Yeah. And I gotta wonder if some people in that cla- in that locker room weren't pleased with that comment. Yeah. It's it's so much that we could speculate yeah. with because we don't know. But I, I feel like it started to go awry. When 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 the money Jalen got the money, sure. and maybe his time he didn't allot his time like he normally would. He had to do different things. He had to do different shoots and everything. And that might rub some teammates the wrong way. Yeah, like might. you're not all in anymore. Yeah, it might. It might. It might. So it, it's one of those things where hopefully this off season we get back to the basics, and and hopefully I, I've never known this to happen, but. Maybe by not speaking on it, it'll go away. But normally, it doesn't. <laughs> Sweep it right under the rug. You, Hugh, you've been in relationships. When you and your significant other just say, "I don't want to talk about it anymore," pretty much about two days later, you're gonna it's gonna yeah, circle it back around. Back. Yeah, it's, coming, like, it's, it's coming back. It, it, also, come, it also reminds me when I tell my son to clean his room and he just shoves everything in the closet and then oh, yeah. we open the closet and it just yeah, falls yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't really work. I don't know. That's the best we can hope for because it feels like nobody really wants to address. All right, let, let's what's hit really this. Going on. Rhea, a free agency starts in a couple weeks. Yes. Combine next week. How he's going to talk on Tuesday? And Nick. And Nick. Yeah. So we, we they ready? They're bringing back Nick. That's done. Yeah. So now the next question is how much do they change this, this roster? It, you know, do they try to tweak things and just say, hey, we're good still. We'll run it back. Or do you think they need to make do something drastic, change? So, you know, I, I look at it like this, like a recipe, right? And it, it, this year it didn't taste very good at the end. Do you bring the same, and I don't mean the small pieces, I mean the big pieces, the same group back, or should Howie change the mix here? Because that's, to, to me, the beginning of the offseason. Does he run it back, or does he start to change something significant? My biggest concern was what he said in that, um, you know, the, the news conference where they came out and Nick was saying. Oh, after nine days because the snow and all that? Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. the snow was a terrible <laughs> thing. Um you can't extolling the virtues of Nicobe Dean was just, I mean, I, I just can't. I mean, <laughs> I had a lot of hope, but that's, you're not selling that to no. me. So he can so, still play. He can still play real. Play what? Football. <laughs> he's got to get on the field, Hugh. Yes, he can stay I mean, on the field. Yeah, I mean. It, Maybe he, he can play, but he's got to be healthy. No, yeah, yeah, well, you, you can't make the club in the tub, yeah. man. No, and that's, uh, you know, what was it Hollis used to say to me all the time? Your, your best 
ability is your availability. availability. Yes. yes, it is. It definitely is the case. Well, that's Avante Maddox. Yeah. You know, I, totally. I'm a big fan of Avante Maddox, but he can't stay healthy. Yeah, it's know. been a problem. And so you look at the team, and the other part that's a big question is the leaders they have, are they even going to be here? Yeah, I mean, like, Fletcher might not be here. Brandon, Jason. Jason. What do you think about the Jason situation? What's your gut on Kelsey? Is he gone? My gut is he just watching him at the Super Bowl, the Bills playoff he's game. He's having so much fun. I know, and he's taking the meetings with Amazon. I, yeah. I feel like I, I don't know how he wants to do his announcement. I feel like it's coming. I, I feel like I watched the, the documentary, and, you, and Hugh, and I'm sure you went through it. You see him walking around his house with the young kids, and he's got ice pack on the shoulder, mm-hmm. ice pack on the hip, ice pack on the you know, and, he, and at his age, he could barely get down to pick up stuff. I, uh, I, I just, I lean, I, I thought he was coming back, but I lean more towards, because listen, they had all these issues. I wonder, Hugh, is there anything with, when you have a team of young players and you've got mm-hmm. a young quarterback who's what, only 25 years 25, old? yeah. And, and you've got a lot of young players and then you have this old guard, old guard that won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, does that message get tuned out? Because they're older. I think it does to a certain extent. Because the one thing that I've noticed, especially in this new NFL, and I noticed it a little bit when I was playing, nobody respects their elders yeah. anymore. And that's basically what you are. No. And nobody ex- uh, respects your accomplishments like they once did. Now, mm-hmm. there's a few guys that still, sure. you know, they they're still believe in that. But for the most part, it's like, you know, what up, old man or whatever. Yeah. They don't they don't <laughs> respect the elders. So it's probably a little bit of that. And you could, I could, to your point, I could see a little bit of that in the locker room with the way it was fragmented mm-hmm. and the fact that, you know, you have guys there that know what it takes to win, but still you had stories being leaked out like there were guys playing as individuals. It was amazing how many leaks because, you, you know, we would spend all our time speculating because we didn't know. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't have to speculate that much because there was no, new, it was new stories new coming every, every day. And I, and I tell you, it, it was one of those situations where, you know, just in passing, I would hear people say things. And I just didn't say it. I would say it to Joe. Yeah. <laughs> but that was it because yeah. I was like, oh, well, you know, I don't have to be hot take. I don't have yeah. to be gossipy. But it was, it was amazing how many things that were being said about players that was going mm-hmm. on during the course of the year. It was like, wow, I've, I've never been a part of anything like that. I've never heard anything like that being said so frequently about so many different players. I do wonder what you said, Rhea, about the old guard because they've drafted Jalen to be a leader and a quarterback, yeah. right? They drafted two defensive tackles, and then they have another defensive tackle that's still in the room. And mm-hmm. Howard told you that story this morning that I guess it was Fletcher, Fletcher. had a stern conversation yeah. with Jalen. I, I do wonder if – I love that word. Uh, me it's, too. It's an underused <laughs> yeah, word. like, what you doing? What you – like, like, like you're yeah. shaking your finger yeah. at somebody. It was a very interesting way the way Howard framed it. It was a st- just a stern conversation. But I do wonder, like, can these – guys truly take the team over if the other guys are still here still there yeah. but, but it's hard for Howie because he it's like he doesn't want to get rid of these guys well, they and are, frankly they're... Fletcher you know who I've not always you know sometimes had issues with <laughs> played pretty well this He's one year of their best one of their best best yeah. players but I, I, he, I, I think it's time. I, I, I don't want to move off these guys, but maybe it is time where everyone says, all right, it's now this team belongs to Jalen. It belongs to Devontae. It belongs and to AJ. Dickerson, AJ. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe the young defensive tackles, maybe they grow up more if, mm. if Fletcher's not in the room with them. It might be time. 215-592-9495. Let's take a phone call, and then we'll throw the other big story in Philadelphia sports area. Chris in Middletown. Hey, Chris. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hey, What's Chris. On, What's up? Hey, 100% answer on this is culture, all right? You know, I didn't hear any problems. And uh, shout out, Rhea. Let me interrupt myself. How are you doing today, Rhea? <laughs> I'm excellent. How are you? God bless your soul. You and poor James and John got to deal with that Muppet <laughs> Weasel every morning. Oh, <laughs> this is the Muppet Weasel yeah, guy. Hello. Is, he's got nicknames for yeah. a lot of us here. He's What's got, your nickname, Joe? I don't know if I have one. Well, oh. He's had different ones for me. I know he's got one for Howard. He's got one for the camera. Do you have one for everyone now, Chris, or are you working on that? Just my special people. Okay. Right here, Joe. <laughs> okay. It, it, Rhea, it, Joe's nickname is OPG. That's other people's grass. Joe, oh, I'm always looking at other people's other grass. grass. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I want all the best players. I want to win. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am. Yeah. So, hey, hopping back to this, it's definitely a culture issue because, listen, if it was a talent issue, how would they, that, that untalented bunch get to 10 and 1 and then have an epic collapse? Yeah. It is a culture problem. And, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take shots at another caller here, right? And I know Uh-oh. he's tough enough. He could handle this. But, OG, dude, OG, man, put the Jalen pom-poms away. Because if Jalen was such a great leader and a great leader of men, he wouldn't have collapsed. And the problem is, Hugh 
knows this because, you know, you played football in case anybody else hasn't noticed. Um, there's one guy that's untouchable in that locker room that you really don't come out and bash or go after a fight because you'll get yourself sent out the house is, is the quarterback. And right. when your quarterback was quiet and all that nonsense is going on and your quarterback, who's the leader of that team, couldn't quiet it down, there is a problem there. All right? Not saying he can't develop or grow into it, and I hope he does, but there's a huge gap problem there. And Fletcher can't solve that. All the old heads can't because the young boys aren't going to listen to them. So I put a lot of this on Jalen. I don't believe – the A.J. Brown thing is as big of a story as we like to think it is. Um, but, listen, you know, we talked about yesterday the rules of Fight Club. There's some nonsense going on there, and it's starting to leak out. I Foul Mr. Hugh Douglas, if you're listening to Eagles players, because he knows something. Settle it, have the conversation, squash it, get it over with now, because otherwise this thing's going to continue to fester. And we, out here, the listeners – we tend to get a little emotional. And just we just a little bit, Chris. Yeah, just once in a while. We run and get a little batty. But, guys, thank you, Rhea. God bless you. Take care. <laughs> thank you. Appreciate you, Chris. Yeah, I mean, Hugh, the, the, it, goes, it always goes back to the quarterback. No matter how he plays, it goes back to him and how he projects leadership. It, 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 it's, next season's going to be on two guys, right? It's going to be on Sirianni, and it's going to be on Jalen. That's yeah. the story. And, and you know what? I'm, I'm going to tell you this. Time heals all wounds, man, because uh, even though – like, and I've, I've stated this, me and Donovan, when we played, didn't have the best relationship. It's better now because we're older and we're, we're mature. <laughs> Are you sure about the maturity part? No, well, no. Not, <laughs> ma- not somewhat mature, somewhat, real, somewhat yeah. mature. But I, I'll say this because we, we, we accomplished something that a whole lot of people didn't accomplish. Now, we didn't win it all, but we got there. And, and that's important. And, and you have to instill in these young cats, like, listen, man, in 10, 15 years from now, when y'all win the Super Bowl and you come back to sit to the city, yeah, you're gonna be happy to see everybody. Yeah. Even even the kid, you're gonna even be happy to see Cubby, even though he went to the Super Bowl and and he told all the, he told all the business. You're <laughs> yeah, gonna be happy to see him. That's when I knew this thing was. You know what I mean? Problem yeah, with we the, had the punt returner. The punt returner. Nah, yeah, you know, cause he, cause at one point he talking about, oh, well, it ain't, ain't nothing wrong, and then he go to the Super Bowl. And I guess he kind of felt himself, and he tell all the business. Super! So, somebody put a microphone in front of him. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, this is awesome. I get to talk." <laughs> so, He's probably just happy they yeah. put him on. Like, you, wow, you win a Super coming. Bowl. You win a Super Bowl, man. It ain't gonna matter in about 10, 15 years. Yeah. You come back, and everybody's gonna love you. It's it's, it's a beautiful thing. Well, that's true. That is true. Aria right, is with us here for this segment. Aria, right, let's get your yeah. thought on the other big story, which was the biggest story to start the week, and yeah. now it's kind of gone back burner. Bryce Harper has eight years, $196 million left on his deal, and he wants more years, more money. Rhea, what, what should the Phillies do here about this? Well, they, they're going to give him the money. I don't, think, I don't think there's any question about that. I've never seen a guy who came in and did what he did and praised everything. And a lot, There were certain among us. It wasn't me. I always felt it was genuine. Um, who thought he was a bit of a fraud mm-hmm. with all that stuff, with the fanatic and the Ember. And, you know, I didn't take an opt-out because I want to prove my loyalty. Well, you got eight years left. And so now it's – it's there's no other way to look at it. It's a money grab. Yeah, it's, it's like a soft yes. opt-out. Yeah, yeah, because it's a soft – that's exactly yeah, what it is. He can't really opt-out, but he's like, I, I would. I would <laughs> yeah. if I could. I mean, it's – um, uh, and we'd have caught, like, uh, you know, Hugh, you know, whenever you, – you did the morning show with us many years mm-hmm. ago. We would get calls from people going, you know, it's a disgrace that these athletes make this kind of money because there are people starving out here and people yeah. are struggling. And we'd always be like, listen, this is what athletes get paid. You know, that's unfair. We took one of those phone calls yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I said to the guy, I, you know what? To me, when it comes to Bryce, that's a fair point. You are owed so much money. You have eight years left. Yeah. And you're trying to hold up the organization to get another, what, $150 million? And he, with my issue, Hugh, is he chose this contract. Boris told him, let's get opt-outs, because Machado got opt-outs. Mm-hmm. And Machado turned that into and 10 more years. No. He said and, no. And he said, because I want to be here, I want to be loyal, yeah. one uniform. Like, no one forced him to sign this no. contract. No, they he didn't. Ch- and guess what? I'm sure Boris told him then, Bryce, if we do this five, six years from now, yeah. you're going to be underpaid relative to what's going to happen. And he was okay with it. He was okay with it until he wasn't. And this is, the, this is the, why I think it's genius on his point. And everything you're saying, Rhea, is correct. But the organization put him in this position oh, sure. where he's he feels like he can ask for this money. 
like they did. Like when the, the owner goes to pick you up in his <laughs> private jet yes. to bring you here, he yep. lets you know how important you are. You are, and and he, I loved what Dombrowski said uh, on with Joe and John a couple weeks ago. He's very We're diplomatic, so, Dombrowski. He's very I, good at this. But I love the way he framed it. He said, "Hey, we all want what we want." And then John Middleton and goes talks to Scott Glau- uh, Scott Lauber in the Inquirer, and he goes, "Hey, there are two people here who want to get this worked out, and it's going to get worked out." And I'm going, "Well, those two people are John Middleton." And Bryce Harper. Yeah, yeah. This will go above and Dombrowski. That's, that's why yeah. he, that's why above he did it. That's Because yeah. he knew he could. Yep. Wearing the cliques and endearing himself yeah. to the city the way that he did. Yeah. Bringing the Phillies back from the depths. Because I was in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And when he came here, it it you oh. could hear the buzz. Oh, baseball of, was dead. Yeah, it was yeah. here. It was different. I was at spring training the day he got signed. The place lost its collective mind. Yeah. And it's it's one of those things where. Bryce is looking at it from a business perspective. Now, like, if you're asking me, is it is it the right thing to do? Eight years left on the contract. No, if you're asking me if it was something that I would do, I would not do that. But you put him in a position yeah. where you made him feel like you basically saved me from a bad relationship. And now he's like, okay, well, fine. Well, take care of me. I think he misread it, though. I think he thought that this town would support anything he did. And I haven't met a single person who's like, I mean, everybody I talk to about it, it's like, it's disgraceful. This is the first misstep. He's hit every right every button. Every right note. They, I remember the first yeah. time he got booed, he was like, yeah, I, I struck out. I, you should boo me. Yeah. I mean, he he's hit, even yeah. the way he talks about fans and the outfield and yeah. blue collar, like, he's really done it right. This was a bad note. It was. And then, it's one thing if his agent did it. Like, Boris is the bad the guy. The first time around, I was like, oh, this is just Boris wants more money. But he got to spring training and oh he started Oh, my God. It. I would have played in my 40s. And, and I'm going, dude, no. Yeah. I, he see, better stop before they get up here. Y'all for looked the season. at it. Y'all looked at it because I, I looked at it like he wasn't being, he wasn't putting pressure, but he threw it out there. Yeah, and he he was also like, hey, you know, I know we got to get Wheeler done and everything else, but it would be nice to get it done. Can you imagine being his teammates? Like, I know there's some more important things. Like, yeah, dude, Wheeler, can we get him done? And <laughs> yeah. then we'll chat later. Yeah, how about yeah. like five years from yeah. now? Later. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see about all that. All right, Rhea, this was really fun. We appreciate you hopping in, and we're excited. We're gonna do this on a yes. weekly basis. I love it. This can't is awesome. Wait. Yeah, this is gonna be great. Rhea, I can't ins- wait till Hugh and I get. Hugh and I used to fight all the no, time. No, Rhea used to fight all the time. <laughs> well, like, so I got, I, I, I got to figure a way to set that up. <laughs> I got to find it. I, no, I'll I would just, get, I would just get cussed out, and I would say, "Well, I'm sorry." No, <laughs> we, have, we have a dump button. I mean, if it goes there, it goes there. Yeah, I, I like thing. that. All right, guys, thank you. Appreciate it. There she goes, Rhea, in studio with us. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. We'll get back to all your phone calls here. Is the, are the Eagles' issues more on the culture side or the talent? Hugh believes it's the culture. I, I think, look, Jalen didn't play as well. The defense stunk. That's the biggest issue, even though the head coach is silly sometimes. 215-592-9494. Plus, Howard Eskin had a few interesting bits info this morning on the morning show. He knows about the cultural issues on this team. You want to hear it. That's next. Your calls as well. Midday show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino. America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. I really like the FanDuel app. Just visit FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O and shoot your shot. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. It's a midday show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. We'll get to a former executive's take on how to handle the Bryce Harper situation coming up in a little bit. Of course, your phone calls here on the Eagles. What's the biggest issue? Is it culture or is it talent? We appreciate having Rhea in studio for the last segment. And uh, Howard Eskin, he joined the morning show today, as he does on Thursdays. And uh, he unveiled this one, which... We keep finding a little more about what happened with the Eagles last season. A little more stuff here, stuff there. Obviously, the Derek Gunn report we've reacted to a lot today. Here's Howard on what he heard between Jalen Hurts and Fletcher Cox. A few players have talked to Jalen Hurts about, hey, listen, you got to connect more. You got to be more emotional on the sidelines. You got to be part of more part of us. And a few players have done that. The one player that's probably more. I, I think the word demonstrative is probably too over the too much of 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 implying what's going on was Fletcher Cox. Fletcher's a stern guy, and he was not happy with his emotion. But so other players were the same way. So Fletcher is the guy, and this is why this makes sense from what I what I've been told. Greg Carton said he's going to play be a, 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 a I'll use the word prominent player that may not be with the team next year because of this. Well, Fletcher Cox has basically already said he's done, all right? And he said that he cleaned out his locker. He said that at the end of the year. So Craig's going to say, well, I told you a player wasn't coming back. It was not a fight. It was not uh, a screaming match. It was not any of those things. And he's just one of the players that has talked to him, but he does it in a, I'll use the word, sterner fashion. Sterner fashion as we get the idea. Did he shake, it, shake his finger when he did it? Because that's you know, stern. Yeah, that's stern. When you're really frustrated. You shake him a good tisk, tisk. Tisk, tisk, yeah, at, at Jalen Hurts. Or when you tell a grown-ass man I'm disappointed in you. Oh, that one hurts. <laughs> that one hurts. I'm, actually, I'm disappointed in your behavior. <laughs> I like that one. I'm disappointed in you. What do you make of what Howard said there, that, that uh, Fletcher and Jalen is a stern, not demonstrative, but stern? Yeah, that, that's, some, that's along the lines of some of the stuff that I've heard. You know that there was some some conversations that that were had in the locker room, and so that's why you know when we talked about it, that was the first name that came to mind. You know because you, listen, no matter how many people sit here and tell you that AJ Brown was the cancer, he ain't going nowhere. I can't see that happening. And Jalen's obviously not going anywhere. No, Jalen's not going anywhere. So I, I can't see that happening. So this is one of those things where you you have to make it. You have to fix this. And and. The way that it needs to be fixed, Jalen has to find a happy medium. And and this is the weird thing about all of this. It was all good just a year ago. And what was the difference? The, no he, money. Nobody got that bread. Well, that's, that was a big part of it. But he, he also played better. He did play no better. No one complained. Jalen Hurts has never really been a super emotional no, sideline guy. That's why I'm, I'm, kind of figure, I'm trying to figure out. Because even from the reports that I've heard, he was a good dude in the locker room before. They seemed to really like him, yeah. Yeah, before the money became an issue. So I'm, I, that's where, for me, I don't know where the disconnect comes from. And you know, it's easy to sit there and say, okay, you can point at the money and say, oh, that, the money's the problem. Uh, I don't know. But that's when you talk about this situation and we're speculating about it, that's the one thing that you look at and you say, okay, that, that's what's changed. And with that, I mean, you know, the timing, the time that he had has changed and things of that nature. But it was obviously something that, you know, with this report being out there, that rubbed the players the wrong way, that made them feel like he wasn't a part of them. So I don't know what that was. Yeah, I don't know. Here's what I know. I I hear a lot of excuse-making by people leaking stories. I hear excuse-making by the Eagles. Now it's Big Dom on the sidelines. It's it's Fletcher Cox having stern conversations. If Jalen Hurts played better, they would have won more games. If Howie Roseman's defense that he built could stop anybody, they would have won more games. It probably made it further in the playoffs. I think it's more of a talent issue. 215-592-9494. Let's get back to the phone lines here, and then we may have an update on the A.J. Brown 
Twitter, fake account, real account oh. situation to get to here. All right, Black Gritty, we got to get to him because he's mad at Hugh here. What's up, Black Gritty? Yeah, I didn't know why he's mad at me. Quinjet, uh, Joey Bear, uh, Hugh and the Hubies. You out here watching Tubi, and you the problem, okay? You out here, you get one up on your soapbox and talked about, oh, oh, we don't want to drop, and they got to be banned. They gotta... And meanwhile, you watching Days of Our Lives and Lifetime TV. You don't brought the drama up here to Philadelphia. I'm sick and tired of it, bro. Fire Nick Sirianni today and get me Bill Belichick. I want two-word answers from everybody. I want anybody who gets snitched, their Achilles gets cut. I'm tired of all this talking. This is Philadelphia. Brotherly love. We boo you. I blame Jack Frick. Got up here standing <laughs> ovation, and now everybody saw. Subtweeting ain't my Twitter. Is his Twitter. I don't know what's going on. Everybody needs to shut up. And enjoy the off season. I, I, I ain't got no Joel and B. Uh, Harper out here asking for money. I mean, the, the flies is up and down. They, they, they're the only bright spot I got in the city. And oh, what a time it is when you got to have some hope and the flyers to make the playoffs. <laughs> so everybody needs to get off of Tubi and shut the mammy jammy <laughs> mouth because I'm sick and tired of it. Get me Bill Belichick today because this dude's a lame coach. If we lose one game next year, Big Don going to carry him out like with a pacifier? What, what are we doing here? Shut up and turn off that Hubie, Hugh. Turn off that Hubie. <laughs> Black Gritty, good that. phone call. Lots, lots on, Black Gritty gave me so much to unpack there. No, number one, uh, would I fire uh, Sirianni today for Belichick? You're darn right I would. I would do it in a second. Nothing is too late for that. No, it's never too late. <laughs> I mean, no, I think it is. It's, I, I it's, think you've already Belichick's moved forward. Still at, he's still there. I mean, I mean just, but just I, think, I think you've moved forward with, with Coach Sirianni. You've Move got, forward. You, I got reports about him in the pacifier with the, the, the security guard. Yeah, that's weird. The I timing know. for that is weird. All that right. is weird. That's the first thing. Second thing is, can we get to this Tubi thing? What what I I am totally in the dark here. What <laughs> what what are you watching? Uh what is Tubi? Uh I watched one movie called Sloppy Seconds. It was, uh, it Hugh, was, what are we doing here? No, it was, it was, it's it a was, family show. It was bad. No, that's Slow. the name of the movie. You don't need it. <laughs> that was the name uh, of the all right, movie. All right. And then I watched this other movie. It was called Mythganistan. It was, it was, it's just bad acting. So it's like this one. Afghanistan? Huh? What, Afghanistan? Myth. Afghanistan. Memphis, but it's called Myth. Okay. I I thought I heard something else too. I was going to say this. I I don't know. It's a family show. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Starting to get concerned this (laughs) was not Tubi and it was just. No. So wait, is Tubi a channel or is it like a streaming service? It's like a streaming service. So like it's a bad Netflix? It's like, because, like, okay, can I, like, I got to give you a little background. I started watching Columbo because I like Columbo. I I used to love Columbo. I I, I mean, I haven't watched it in 30 years. I have all the old episodes of Columbo on there. So I, I really started watching that. But then, like, my, I guess my algorithm started showing me stuff where people were talking about how bad these Tubi movies were and how bad the acting was. So I went down a rabbit hole. So I started watching these movies where they look like they shot them in somebody's basement or something or, or shot them with an iPhone. And I just, like, a lot of the movies are hard to believe. Like, some of the storylines are kind of hard to follow. But it's it's fascinating. It's like going down, it's like, Alice in Wonderland type stuff. You are go you, down the rabbit hole and you see some of these movies, and it's just like, wow. Are you paying for Tubi or you're getting no, it for I'm free? No, I'm getting it for free. Oh, see, now, all right, I just went on the Tubi site here, okay, and I'm yes. looking to see what movies they have, and this is how I know you found something wild here. They have Soul Plane streaming on yes. there. Yes, yes. I haven't seen Soul Plane in 20 I, years. I've never seen Soul Plane. Wait, you've never seen Soul Plane? No, I refuse to watch no, Soul No, no, tonight you got to watch Soul Plane. I, I might. I might. <laughs> Hugh, I need you to watch Soul Plane <laughs> no, tonight. No, I've been, like, I refuse to watch Soul Plane. But I watch all these other low budget ass movies. No, too. Please watch Soul Plane. <laughs> if anyone out there has seen Soul Plane, I need to hear from you. I because that... seen, no, but see, you're looking at like the mainstream movies. Like you need to watch the movies where the the crazy titles and stuff like that. Yeah, well, the whole thing. Like McGraw Ave or something like that. Like I've been watching all these movies. Steve man. Austin, Damage. Yeah, the, the Fist of Fury, Bruce Lee. This feels like a knockoff version of what, what yeah, everyone else is bit. watching. Like I watched it in another night. I had this one where I was going to watch. It was called Brothers of Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm, I'm definitely going to check that out. Oh, I, I see, mean, I, I see the Columbo thing here. Yeah. It's called the other one is called Brother. Look up Brothers of Kung Fu and look at the the, the poster. All right, <laughs> they have they're streaming NYPD Blue. Yeah, they stream they stream some good stuff, but they also have those fringe movies that when you watch them, you're just like, wow. I yeah, can't you got believe. what's happening on here. Yeah, like who 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 decided Miami to do Vice? You're, you're gonna get into Miami Vice before too I, long. I tried to watch it, man, but I didn't. I, I got like past the first couple episodes. It wasn't as good as I remember. 
All right. Well, like a lot of a lot of shows and movies tend to be that way. All right. Let's uh, let's also hit this. Then right back to your phone calls. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Now I never know what AJ Brown. Am I looking at a real Instagram story of AJ Brown's here, Kyle? Is this is this the actual AJ I, Brown? I, we have no idea. I mean, he is operating as though it's not the real AJ Brown. But so on Twitter, you know what the tweet was about the media. So let, yeah, let's read that. Let's make sure everyone knows what that was. So, look, so can can you pull up uh, pull up the? I got the Instagram here. You tell everyone what AJ tweeted last night, basically coming at anyone uh, right. in the media. So we don't know if this is actually AJ Brown. Could be AJ Brown. Last we know of this was in the Super Bowl when he was claiming it was not him. But it was his account at yes. one time. So from AJ Brown's Twitter account, mm. I should say, Philly media is so lame. It's literally something every day. Then the fans believe the BS. They really should start raising the price of microphones and cameras because you people will say anything for views. I see why nobody likes us because we don't even like us. Hashtag reality TV. Nobody likes us? I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess A.J. Brown doesn't. How about A.J. Brown? I thought A.J. Brown was off social media. Isn't that what he told us? I thought he was going in the dark here because he was upset at all this. I thought he was off, off all that. Anyway, so Hugh, in the Super Bowl, he tweeted about uh, the Andy Reid, remember that whole thing, Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey, and he said if it was me, they would have thrown me out of the league. Yeah. But then he said it wasn't him that said that, and uh, Darius Slay also said that wasn't really A.J. Brown. Anyway, so now I'm looking at an Instagram story here by A.J. Brown. He's got a little meme here. See this little meme, Hugh? Of the what cat. It looks like a cat is cooking here, but he's, yeah, he's like Yeah, the frying. cat is cooking. You let him cook. Yeah. Well, he said that's not me, but he is cooking some for real. So he's basically saying he didn't tweet that, but he agrees with the tweeter. That's funny. Who's on his account. Throwing rocks. That That's the equivalent of what they used, we used to call throwing rocks and hiding hands. Mm. You know, you want to throw a rock or throw a salvo at somebody, but then you don't want to be accountable for what's going to happen next. I mean, if you said it, bro, say it. I mean, nobody can be mad at you for, for voicing your opinion. And I think at the end of the day, you get more respect for being that way. Well, if that's what you feel, just say yeah, it. Yeah, just say it. I mean, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. You know, if you feel like you're being vilified for no reason, then go with that. Also, if and I don't know why he may have or the person running his account may have tweeted last night about the media. But if it was if it was an attack on Craig Carton, an attack on WIP, an attack on, you know, uh, maybe the Derek Gunn report, just say it. Just say that that's not true. Say I, I don't agree with that. Say this is say what you're saying. Why is it so hard for people to say what they want to say? It's not that hard. You got a million platforms. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. Last thing, and then right back to your phone calls here. We also got that. Um, that little take there by by Black Gritty that we should blame Jack Fritz for all the woes in Philadelphia sports. You pick up on that? He turned yeah, he everyone did. soft. What do we make of that, Kyle? You were kind of on this from the day the ovation happened. Are, are we, should Jack get blamed for everyone turning soft? Yeah, and I tried to warn every single person in the Philadelphia area, the Delaware Valley, this was the can of worms we were going to be opening, and this fraudulent standing ovation was going to come back and bite us and become a mockery. It's a joke now. Every time somebody get, it starts to suck, we're like, oh, should we give him a standing ovation? Honestly, it's pathetic. And I'm really sad that the Philadelphia sports fan base has to wear this as part of their reputation. <laughs> that we cheered a guy who stunk when he was making $300 million. Everybody grow up. Well, the person who really has to wear it is Jack. I mean, let, let's be honest about it. This is, this is, if that's where we're heading, if we have a soft fan base and a soft you know, player base because mm-hmm. of it, it's Jack's fault. I mean, if, if that's where it goes. You're talking about with the standing on and everything? Yeah, because Black too. Gritty said that kind of ruined everything. They made these athletes go I can soft. see that. I can see that. But this was happening way before Jack. Like, guys have gotten way more sensitive over the past couple of years, especially with social media. I agree. And, and trying to, to defend your position and things of that nature. Well, you know, social media is a funhouse mirror. If, you go, if you're on there long enough, you think everyone dislikes you, everyone wants you traded, but yeah. it's not, right? Like, A.J. Brown is, for the most part, really like – I mean, it, most I, most been, fans, I think, like him as a love him as a player and don't want him go, to go anywhere. I'm a big AJ Brown fan. As a matter of fact, since since this whole story has been out, I've always said I don't feel like he's being portrayed properly. I've always said that, and and I still believe that, even though he's handling it the way that he chooses to handle it. I'm I'm okay with that because that's that's what these young kids do nowadays. Instead of dealing with it head on, they they you know they want to you know like I said throw the rocks and hide the hands. But I don't think that he's the issue or the biggest issue when it comes to this football team. I really don't. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. I gotta tell you, Hugh, as I keep scrolling through Tubi here, it's like one out of every five looks not terrible. Yeah, I don't know how you watch some this terrible stuff. movie, but man, listen, I watched one last night. Man, it was called Gangland. It was about this dude whose girlfriend got got killed, and he joined the, he joined this clan, 
and it it was bad. It was just bad. They do have the Jetsons on here, though. Yeah, I didn't watch the Jetsons. Oh, I used to love the Jetsons. All right, let's go to Ryan and Cal. What's up, Ryan? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's, What's going up, on? man? What are you thinking? Hey, so I am I had a couple thoughts. So I'm going to touch on pretty much everything we've been talking about today. But um, so as far as culture versus uh, talent, you have to look at it both ways. You have a, a coach that's too hot-headed and can't control the – the people around him without having a bodyguard next to him telling him what, telling him what he can and can't say. Mm. But then you also have Jalen Hurts, who seems to regress, which I don't think is all his fault. You know, the, if you have a first-year coordinator who's never, <clears throat> excuse me, been a coordinator before. So I think we'll see better play this year out of uh, Kellen Moore. And I think better play, obviously, will uh, heal some of the bad things we've seen. But, man, we got, we got to get with better play comes better culture. But that's not a permanent fix. Yeah, Ryan, I, I agree with you. I, I, there's some there's some also Phillies elements that's a couple years ago, right? They were struggling. They fired Girardi, and then Thompson took over, and the culture felt better. But they also won like eight in a row when Thompson got here. So it was easy for the culture to feel better because they were winning. And Ryan, I'm with you. If Jalen plays better and they start winning and the defense gets fixed by Howie this offseason, we won't be talking culture as much if they're 7-1 and one next season. But you also have to look at the fact that if Nick Sirianni stays our head coach, I, I th- so here's, here's what I think real quick. I'm almost done. A.J. Brown, obviously, he's been throwing te- temper tantrums pretty much since he's got here. If he doesn't get his way, he gets upset. Our no coaches or players we have right now can put him in his place. We need – this is why I think we should have got the enemy because the enemy, I feel like, is more of a, a solid guy who's going to put you in your place if you're not talking right, you know? So, Ryan, I, I brought this up. I think it was uh, early in the season. And, Ryan, it's a good phone call. We appreciate it. I do think it's tough for Sirianni sometimes. And, you know, Derek Gunn has the story, you know, the tweet out yesterday that Dom really helped kind of keep his, his emotions in check on the sideline. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's tough for Sirianni when he's kind of a hothead or emotional to calm down players who are emotional. Yeah. Like, if I'm AJ, right, and AJ's an emotional player, we've seen it many times, and Sirianni comes over to me and tells me to calm down. You know what I'm thinking to myself? You calm your own self. Calm you, your ass down. You're not <laughs> calm. Tell me to calm down. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, and that's what I'm talking about when I talk about the culture. And the culture sets the tone for the team. I mean, you can have a bunch of great players on the team. If you don't have the right culture, probably not going to win a whole lot of games. Like, for example, think about that culture that the Baltimore Ravens had the year that they won the Super Bowl. They knew that their their offense was not that good. It was bad. I, I would hear stories. <laughs> they went about a month Ray without Lewis. scoring a touchdown. Ray Lewis used to tell them, "Like, listen, don't, just don't lose the game for us. Like, don't worry about anything else. Just don't lose the game. That's culture. That's and they had some talented players around them, but that's culture. That's a mentality. That's the thing that I'm trying to get people to see. Like, the mentality matters. The fact that this team." got fragmented for whatever reason during the time that they did, that's bad culture in my opinion because if the culture was strong, then you have leaders in that locker room that would not have allowed it to go the way that it went. So that's what I'm talking about. I understand that everybody talking about talent and everything. Yeah, we, we were devoid of talent, but we, we were also devoid of a game plan. When I look at that film, it was the Keystone Cops back there. Oh, boy. Everybody was doing their own thing. The fact that you had Kevin Byard tell, tell the defensive coordinator, hey, dog, let me go ahead and do the game plan. <laughs> I'll like, do the scouting report. Think about that for a minute. Think about that for a minute, folks. For all y'all that talk about culture don't matter. The culture, so much so that he felt that he had the wherewithal. He just got here. So, Coach, let me do the game plan. And everybody was cool with it. The coach was cool with it. Think about that. Yeah, all right, the dog. You it can't be no worse than what what the uh, coach coach decide doing. Let's go ahead. Yeah, yeah, sounds like a plan. <laughs> sounds like a plan to me. That's the inmates running the asylum right there. Yeah, and that doesn't work. Plain and simple. It doesn't work. And and look, and part of the whole talent issue is if Kevin Byard was the player was three years ago, maybe it would have worked. But he couldn't play much either at the end. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Terrence Springfield. What's up, Terrence? You, Joe, Kyle, what's up, man? Hey, Terrence, what up, what's up, buddy? Man, I'm in the kitchen cooking some breakfast, and I'm, I'm about to cook a little Ooh, bit. Are you cooking bacon, dog? You got to tell me you got some bacon. You, bacon, some over-easy eggs, and some waffles, my, my guy. Yeah, I got some waffles. 
You got a waffle wait, maker, wait, Terrence? Wait, or are you, are you doing the, or are you doing the frozen one? What are you doing? No, I, I, th- I actually thought I butter them up, put them in the oven. Oh. Um, yeah, man, take them out, put a little jelly, uh, some syrup on them. You know what I mean? I like that. Sounds delicious, man. Sounds I'm, now you're making me hungry for for some lunch in here, <laughs> Terrence. What do you feel? Is this a culture issue or a talent issue? This is absolutely a culture issue, and I was telling Kyle, this this is going to be a problem for Sirianni if he if he ever try to go to a future another team, a different team. You're not going to want this guy. You have no control. If you need Big Dom on the sideline <laughs> to keep your composure from the players. Then you don't need to coach. I don't even know why Jeffrey Lurie brought this guy back if you don't if he can't control the locker room. Because with that team, that offense, like I'm mean, asking you the question: with the offense that we had, they they, had, they were good enough to go to the Super Bowl. Am I right? They were. I mean, the coordinator was different, like but, the, but the yeah. players the players were this, almost the same players. If Pat Mahomes could take that offense to the Super Bowl, we were good enough to go to the Super Bowl. This is an epic collapse. And we're hearing all these reports about you know, A.J. Brown. It's like a big soap opera. It's like a soap opera. And I, I, and actually, I wanted to get hardball. I, I didn't want this guy to come back, and I hope Jeffrey Lurie didn't make a mistake bringing this guy back because it looks like that Super Bowl run that we did have, it looked like it was mostly Shane Steichen and, and the uh, coordinators that, that carried that team on that run. It, well, as we move forward beyond it, Terrence, it does. The, the more we go forward, that, that's, that's the line of demarcation that changed. Terrence, we appreciate it, man. Enjoy the waffles and the, uh, and the bacon there and the over-easy. tasty, man. What are, you, are you a scrambled guy, over-easy? I like them scrambled. I'm a like scrambled, scrambled guy, yeah. too. Kyle, what are you, uh, what, your eggs? What are you over-easy, doing? man. Yeah, over I like the, yeah, dipping, dipping the eggs. I don't mind a, di- a, a dip. Dippy eggs are so good, man. They are. But dude, I- you're a chicken, dude. You're <laughs> I'm not surprised that you don't like dippy eggs. Not like surprised dippy. at all. So you're yeah. anti-dippy egg? I yeah, just I, I prefer anti-dippy. the scrambled. Plus, I'm, I just it's easier. Yeah, it's just, just throw them in there. Throw you think it's cheese. easier? Throw yeah, some cheese. I think, I think they're easier to screw up. You screw up a scrambled egg? Yeah. You can't no. Overcook them, man. They get well, rubbery. Yeah, you got Pop well. over easy egg on. It takes like two minutes. You either can flip it. Make it over easy, or just make it sunny side off. Just yeah, like, just look at the yolk, up, man. If you mess up a scrambled egg, I mean, you got to get your focus there. Just, just pay attention for. T- it's it takes easy a to overcook them things, man. All right, I'm just <laughs> I not, guess. I don't, I don't overcook my scrambled egg. I, it sounds like a poll that I need to put up. Easier egg to cook over easier scrambled. Or and better. I just want to wonder now if if people think. Yeah. I, I think the best egg is uh, like a good scrambled egg. That's where it's at. Yeah, with some cheese in it. Sure. Nice little pepper to salt ratio. I, I throw the hot sauce on there. Yeah, hot sauce works too. Need a lot of hot I sauce. I like the cheese. The cheese is awesome. Warren is up next on WIP. Hey, Warren. Hey, Joe. Hey, Hugh. Thanks for taking my call. What's Anytime, up, Warren. What's up, I, buddy? I, I keep thinking about this Nick Sirianni. Every time he does a press conference, he pulls out these two words, core values, core values. I, I think that the person that keeps pulling out this, this two-word saying is the one that needs the core values, not everybody else in the media. And it, it really is disturbing that um, that he's the one that has control. Well, Warren, it is. Uh, yeah, and Warren, your phone was breaking up. We'll put you on hold. We'll get you back up in a little bit. But, yes, the, he, that's the part that comes back, that circles back here, Hugh, to Sirianna. He's the one that sets the culture, right? He talked about his core values. He reshuffles them every week or two or whatever he does in his office. If the culture's not good, it does it does come back to him. That that is true. I do think the talent's a, the bigger issue, but but ultimately the coach, people look at you to set the culture. Yeah, and that that's the problem that I had with it when I heard all this stuff coming out about the fact that Big Dom was the was your was your shield out there on the sideline, and when you lost your shield, then it really went awry, and you're cussing out coaches and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. I might be exaggerating that a little bit, but that's the report where you, you know they're talking about you doing this, that, and the third. It's not a good look, coach. It's just not. I mean, I understand you're an emotional guy, and I respect the fact that you're trying to work on that. But if Dom's not there, then that that means you have to be a little bit more diligent in checking your feelings. And I understand that might be a hard thing to do, but to have all of this come out at the time that it's coming out, it's not a good look for you. It's not a good look for our head coach. It's not a good look moving forward with all the aspirations and dreams of making it to a Super Bowl because I still believe that that's the case. I still believe that this offense is high-powered enough that – you know, if you get all of these problems worked out, that we can get back on track and get back to our winning ways. Well, I and really, now really do. The big question for Howie and the offseason really in earnest begins next week. The combine, Howie's going to talk on Tuesday along with Sirianni is does this thing need a tweak and just fix a little bit with the culture and the talent, or does this need an overhaul? I, I look at it and I say, man, I, I know they have some issues internally. The coach just got to calm down a little bit. The quarterback could be more. 
you know, maybe a better leader in a lot of ways. But the talent has been the biggest issue here. It's been the biggest issue. If Jalen plays better, we're not talking about this. If the defense could stop anybody, Baker threw all over them in a playoff game. Baker Mayfield. Baker, Baker, playmaker. He's not that good. He threw all over him in a playoff game. Day. Well, he was against the Eagles defense. So he was. The talent, I view, as the biggest issue. 215-592-9494. We're coming up. Your calls. More from Howard this morning on the culture in the Eagles locker room. The question, are A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts still as close as they once were? We'll unpack that next. Your calls, Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Sick and tired of achy joints? Yeah, I was too. That's why I went to QC Kinetics. Let me tell you about my workouts and how they've been going lately. The biggest thing that I've noticed is that I don't have that much fatigue in my knees anymore. It used to be one of those times when I would get up in the morning and before I went to work out, I had to kind of warm up, put some ice packs, not ice packs, but heat packs on my knees just to try to get them going, man. But since I went to QC Kinetics, that has not been the issue. My knees feel great. I get up in the morning, I get my workouts done, and I get my day started. It feels so good to just wake up in the morning and not have that achy feeling like I used to have. This is not a Band-Aid that I'm telling you about, people. This is a revolutionary treatment that can get you back in the game. I know a lot of you out there like to work out. You like to go walk around the city and do things like this. QC Kinetics can help you with that. They can get you back in the game. You know your body already has what it needs to restore and repair itself. And at QC Kinetics, they can make that happen for you. This is no drugs, no surgery, and the best part about it is no downtime. Hundreds of board-certified QC Kinetic providers have treated a ton of satisfied patients all over America. Guess what? And if you call them, you can be one of them. Hip pain, back pain, any pain associated with arthritis or injury, give my friends at QC Kinetic a call at 215-999-3000. 215-999-3000. One more time. 215-999-3000. QC Kinetics. Call them. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.